0: Good morning. Friends, happy Easter. This is not a normal Easter. This is not something we're used to, but it is still Easter. Every Easter, we we, we uh, call in response the same way, and this year will be no different. He is risen. He is risen indeed. He is risen. He is risen indeed. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Friends, we may not be together, but the truth is... He is risen. The tomb is empty. And the text we're going to read today uh, will hopefully give us a little bit of insight into what that means and what that means for us. The text this morning comes from the book of Mark, chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. Hear now the word of God. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Shalome brought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other, who will roll away the stone from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Do not be alarmed, he said, you are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen, he is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone, because they were afraid. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Friends, let us pray. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, our creator, our redeemer, and and our sustainer. Amen. Amen. I know this isn't a normal Easter. I know that typically Easter is full of those flowers. Uh, Karen Reed sent an email earlier this week saying that uh, she missed all the Easter flowers this year, but remembered that last year... I was so overcome. My allergies were so overwhelmed that I was sneezing and wheezing all day. And so while I don't get to share in that memory again with you, uh, we still can celebrate the text and celebrate the fact that that Jesus Christ is risen today. Um, The text was a little interesting this morning. Something that I wanted to focus on was verse 3. The women, uh, this is Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome. Uh, they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? Now you have to remember, these women, along with all the disciples, they had walked with Jesus and worked with Jesus and traveled with Jesus. and Jesus kept telling them that he would die, but then would be risen once again. And so for these disciples, for, for these women, for, for those who had followed Jesus for so long, my question is always, what were they waiting for? What were they waiting for they knew that he had prophesized that he would be killed and they knew that he said he would be risen again and so as they're heading to the tomb the question that they're asking themselves is who will roll away the stone what how are we going to do church if it's digital how are we going to do communion if it's remote how are we going to pray with one another if we can't be in the same room these are all questions that we've been asking ourselves and I wonder if we're like the women in verse 3, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? Sometimes I get bogged down in the details. I've been baking bread uh, now that I've been in quarantine. And instead of buying sliced bread, I've been baking bread in my bread machine and then cutting it in slices every day. And the bread is delicious. It's uh, it's fresh and and is is delicious. I've been slicing it up so I can make sandwiches or... Uh, put eggs on on toast or whatever I need bread for, and I bought a a a, a bag of flour. I bought a five pound bag of flour before I, I entered into quarantine, and I've been using an old bag, and and now I'm starting the new bag, and I'm starting to use it, and and now I'm wondering, okay, well, well, how many more loaves can I bake? How much how much flour am I using, and how much flour is in the bag, and can I make four loaves or maybe five loaves? Should I make lesser loaves, maybe a pound loaf instead of a two-pound loaf. I'm getting bogged down in the details instead of excitement of the fact that I'm having fresh bread that I can eat every day, that I can make sandwiches on bread that has no preservatives, that that I can uh, eat bread that, that I have made with the help of a machine, but bread that I have made with my hands, and I'm getting bogged down in, t- in the details. It's like church. How many meetings do we have? Are we get bogged down not in what God is calling us to do as a church, but we get bogged down in, are we following the rules just the right way? Are the right people here? And and did we check all the boxes in a row? Or simply, um, what is God calling us to do? I think the women... In the scripture this morning, I think the men in in the scripture this morning, I think everyone who was at this period and and was celebrating this resurrection, I think we're all stuck in the details. What does this mean for us? How are we supposed to go forward? We haven't been given instructions. Jesus hasn't told us what to do. Uh, uh, later on in another one of the gospels, there's a story that I shared with you a couple of weeks ago of um, after the the death and resurrection of of Jesus the disciples get into a boat and they go fishing. And so Jesus is on the side of the lake and he goes, what gives? You went back to fishing. Did you not change from the experience? Is, is your lives not changed from what happened? Why do you just go back fishing and, and back to what you used to do? I think the details is what we get hung up on. How are we supposed to do this? How are we supposed to organize ourselves? How do I work the video? How do I edit the the songs in order and how do we pray, and how do we how do we communicate with one another right now? The the details are what we struggle with. But what I love is down in verse six and seven. the The man in the tomb who who was probably an angel, um, the, this man who was dressed in a right in a white robe. He says in verse six, "Don't be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen." He is not here, see the place where they laid him. but go and tell his disciples that he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Now I love that verse because it it shows that the gospel of Mark is circular. If you remember in Mark chapter one a long, long time ago back in September, um, excuse me back in uh, Christmas, in December when we started in Mark 1, Jesus was in Nazareth, and Jesus came out of Nazareth, was baptized by John the Baptist, and started healing and started teaching immediately. And so the disciples are told, yes, you have to go start your ministry, yes, you have to go start the church, but but you're not waiting for Jesus' instructions, you're going back to the beginning. You're going back to the very first days of, of his ministry, where all he did was teach and heal and love people. When he told you that that you have to feed the least of these you have to clothe the least of these you have to love the least of these and when you have fed them when you have clothed them when you gave them something to drink you also did it to me and the disciples said lord when were you hungry and we fed you when were you thirsty and we gave you a drink and jesus says when you did it to the poor when you did it to the hungry when you did it to the thirsty you have also done it to me It's the details we get hung up on. The details that we question what is going on. The the details that we want the very specific answer. How exactly am I supposed to do this? How exactly should we organize ourselves? How exactly should we have online worship? How exactly will this work if we're not together? How and who will roll away that stone from the tomb? And so this morning, this Resurrection Sunday, this day when we are celebrating the fact that Christ lived, and again we will celebrate it together once we are back. On this day, what are we getting stuck in the details? What details are we getting caught up on? What details do we want an answer from first? Rather than going back to Nazareth and starting over. Rather, going back to the beginning and finding a way to be Christians that comes from the inside, that comes from the spirit, and not from the outside, from direction or leadership that we receive. How can we, this Resurrection Sunday, this day that we celebrate, this Easter, how can we look forward to Nazareth, look forward to the mission field, look forward to what God is calling us to do, and not struggle with the the details? not struggle with the question of who will roll back the stone, who will pay for this, how will we go forward, what are we going to do about our building, what are we going to do about our sanctuary, what are we going to do about people in the pews? Instead of worrying about the details, Christ's message is clear. Go back to the beginning and get to work. Get to work. Friends, this Easter Sunday, this Sunday that we are celebrating the risen Christ, this this spring morning that we are celebrating the fact that he is risen, that that he has conquered death and sin once and forever. On this day, we cannot get stuck in the details. On this day, we cannot get stuck in, in the struggle and in the, in, in the fight. Today, we cannot get stuck in the in the calamity and the stress and the anxiety that we're facing with COVID. On Thursday, on on Maundy Thursday uh, in the morning, there was a really bad storm. It was a squall that came over very quickly. And I saw, I looked outside and I saw the the sky getting dark and I saw the wind picking up. And very quickly I ran around to all the windows in my home, closing all the windows shut. Uh, And then within minutes it was pouring, pouring, harder than I've seen it uh, rain in months that is the details it what what windows do i need to close in time how quickly can i close all the windows will i close the windows before the rain comes and i was able to and but after that i sat on my porch and i i sat looking at the street and the wind and the rain uh coming down in sheets flowers from from the tree that's flowering at my neighbor's house these flowers were blowing all over the street and all over the sidewalk and all over the front steps this is the this isn't the details this is the work that we're supposed to do. We we should not get caught in the details but instead look around and see what else can we do. How beautiful is it when the storm actually comes and we're not worried about all of our belongings getting wet? How great is it that the stone that the uh, stone in front of the tomb has been rolled away but we still have to get to work? How much planning can we do in church council and the board of trustees and and all of our different committees but instead we have to go out and start ministry a couple months ago uh actually last summer we started a youth group over at broadway um and this is one of those times where as your pastor yes i i try to follow the rules but sometimes sometimes i i have to move a little bit quicker we, had, uh, we were at VBS, and I was sitting, and I was talking to, to a handful of the youth that were there at, at VBS. And I we were talking about youth group and how we never got a chance to start. And one of them said, well, Pastor Jesse, why don't we meet on Monday? And I went, well, the, the church council hasn't approved us to meet yet, and, and we don't really have a space, and I haven't got my volunteers lined up. Um, we don't have a budget. You know, I came up with 15 different reasons, 15 different details that I knew I needed to figure out first, 15 different questions of who will roll away the, the the stone from the tomb before we could start youth group. But instead, the students looked at me and I said, you know what? We're going to start on Monday. I'm going to call someone. We'll get them background checked. I'll train them in time. We're going to start this Monday at 6 p.m. And that youth group has slowly built steam and built momentum. And now we have six uh, fantastic young women are excited and on fire for god after we 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 started self-quarantining the youth group uh, we haven't we can't meet in person and so we reached out and and trying to find a way to connect with them i i figured i would do a zoom conference uh, like we do with our bible studies and like what we do with our prayer meetings and what we had with our our uh, holy thursday service Um, i figured i would send out the zoom call but none of the students could launch zoom on their computers they all had school computers so instead, we had to quickly find a new software, and we used Google Hangouts. Um, and now every week on Mondays for, for about two hours, we have a, a, a Google Hangout with all the youth. This wasn't a, a detail-oriented question. This was a, a need for these students that they need uh, connection, and they need friendship, and they need fellowship with each other, um, a time that we can read the Bible together, a time that we can pray together. We didn't get stuck in the details. We didn't get stuck in the mud. Instead, we we looked toward Nazareth. Instead, we looked toward ministry, and we said, "How and why can we do this? Why are we reaching out to these young women? Why are we growing them to, or excuse me, teaching them uh, to grow up to become uh, women of God?" It's simple. Somebody spent that time with me when I was a child. Somebody spent that time when I was a teenager. Someone spent that time when I was in Sunday school. Everything we do is is for other disciples and to grow other disciples. And we don't get stuck in the details. Instead, we focus on our mission. We focus to make disciples for the transformation of the world. And that is what we are doing. And so this week, this week as we, as we are celebrating the risen Christ and this week as we are still in quarantine, take some time this week and, and really pray. Pray that, That instead of focusing on the details, instead we can focus on the mission. Instead of focusing on the details, we can look forward to Nazareth. We We can look forward to the mission that God has called us to. We can look forward to what does it mean to be Christians? What does it mean to be Methodists? What does it mean to make disciples for the transformation of the world? The transformation of the world, that is what we are called. That is our mission as Methodists, is to make disciples to transform the world into the kingdom of heaven. Let's not get bogged down in the details this resurrection morning. Instead, let's celebrate that he is risen, that he has uh, overcome sin and death once and forever, and that we are going ahead to Nazareth to get started in our ministry before we even need uh, the details or the instructions or need to know what we're supposed to do. Go forth. Friends, let us pray. Gracious and holy God, as we celebrate this Resurrection Day, as we celebrate the, the the resurrection of your Son, Jesus, as he has overcome sin and death, Lord, we ask that we may not get bogged down in the details, that instead we may look toward Nazareth, that we may look toward uh, the resurrection, that we may look toward the ministry and the work that we have to do, the mission that you have called us to. Lord, give us strength and give us power, give us A time that we may rejoice with you and your son today, but also a time that we can roll up our sleeves and get to work. That we don't have to get bogged down by the details, that we can find ways in which we can help others, ways in which we can uh, be Christians, ways in which we can fill our mission to be disciples of Christ. Lord, bless us this day and continue to bless us as we are quarantined. Be with all those who are sick, all those who are mourning the loss of loved ones, With all those who are working in the hospitals, the police and fire, those who are essential, those who are working at uh, nursing homes, and those who are working at grocery stores, those who are working at pharmacies and gas stations, and all those who have to get up and go to work that don't have the luxury of working from home or working remotely, those who are putting themselves into harm's way, Lord, be with them. And be with us, Lord. Let the Holy Spirit descend into this land Descend into our communities, descend into our homes. Let the Holy Spirit abide within us. Let the Holy Spirit heal us. Let the Holy Spirit give us grace and give us faith. And let the Holy Spirit give us the ability and the power and the strength that we may go out and be true Christians, true disciples of your Son. Lord, we ask all these things in the name of your Son, the risen Christ, in the name of Jesus and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Friends, just a couple of quick announcements. I do not know when we'll be able to worship together again. We are still waiting for the all clear from the government um, and from the bishop. Uh, On Thursday, we did have digital communion, online communion. Uh, We will celebrate that more often. Um, I I don't know how often the church wishes, but if you need communion, if you need a visit, if you need pastoral care, please reach out to me. Uh, Either email me, call me, text me. Uh, Please find a way to get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you, and if there's anything you need, um, if you are watching this video on, on YouTube or on Facebook and you haven't liked our page, please go ahead and like our page. stay in touch with us. Uh, we are sending out a lot of our updates via email but also on Facebook and we'd love to get in touch with you and continue to get in touch with you. Um, in the meantime, uh, friends, uh, we are still doing ministry here at the church and, and we please ask and, and we ask um, that you continue uh, remaining faithful with your tithes and offerings. We know that there are some who have been laid off from, from work. We know that there are some whose incomes have been um, have been impacted. And uh, this plea is not for you. Please understand, if you've been impacted financially, um, if you've been laid off from work, if you need assistance, please reach out to me. Um, everything is confidential in any way that we can help, either um, with food. We, we've raised, I think, over six, uh, six or seven families worth of food and meals that we can send out. Uh, ways that we can either go out shopping for folks or uh, go pick up um, uh, prescriptions and medicine from the pharmacy, anything that we can do, please let us know. But for those who have been unaffected by uh, by this current issue, those who either are still receiving a paycheck because you're working from home, um, or those who are on fixed income such as Social Security or pension or 401Ks, we do ask that you remain faithful in your giving. We still have bills to pay. We still have salaries to pay. We still need to pay our utilities and, and fund our ministry. Um, we are being uh, very careful and intentional. We're, we're working on ways to lower our costs. I've already been in touch with the secretaries and treasurers um, that if our finances get to a point where it's going to be an issue that I will uh, pause my salary or, or take half of my salary or donate my salary back to the church. Um, I the church will not go bankrupt because you have to pay me, um, and my salary. But, uh, we are asking that, that everyone, uh, continue to pitch in. Um, I know for my, for myself, um, I'm not eating out. I'm not driving anywhere. Uh, really most of my income right now is kind of going into my checking account and just sitting there. Um, so I'm going to try to find a way that I, I might be able to tithe a little bit more, um, just for the next couple of weeks, just so we can, um, just so I can feel uh, like I'm doing something. And I know that I have the extra income right now. Um, I'm currently at, I think, 10%. So maybe I'll bump that up a percent or two. Uh, don't tell the treasurer or financial secretary yet. I'm not, I have to check my checkbook before I do that. Um, but if you are unaffected, please consider um, remaining faithful in your tithes and in your offering. Uh, there was a letter that was sent out to uh, the roles and the membership roles that also included a, a self-addressed stomped envelope to the church. Um, please use that. You can also donate electronically uh, via PayPal or, or via the conference. Those links should be uh, in the video below. Um, again, if you have anything, if you if you need anything from the church, if you need spiritual guidance or uh, conversations, uh, we can always find a time to, to talk on the phone, to text, to email, to video chat if we need to. Uh, we are not closed. Uh, The tomb is empty, the the church is empty, but we are not done yet. We still have work to do. We are still going to Nazareth, and we are still working. So please reach out anything you need, and we will continue to go from there. Friends, as you go, please go in the peace, the peace of the one who loves you, the peace of the one who cares for you, the peace of the one who created you, and go in the peace that passes all understanding. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Go in peace. Friends, I love you all, and I miss you all. I can't wait to see you again. Bye. Thanks for listening to our sermon this week. This has been a joint Broadway and Port Colden United Methodist Church process. My name is Pastor Jesse, the pastor of Broadway and Port Colden Churches. We hope you've had a great time listening today. And have a blessed week as you go about your day. Please think about stopping in and joining us one Sunday. We'd be happy to have you. If you have any questions about the churches, about the message, or anything else that you can think of, please reach out to us at info at broadwaynj.org or info at portcoldenumc.org. Thank you and have a great day.